ora and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast, the home of alternative football. We're less than 24 hours away from the biggest game in Welsh football in history. It's the World Cup playoff final, Wales versus <laughs> Ukraine. Join me on the pod to preview the big game all the way from Canrig in North Wales. It's Mr. David Pritchard. How's the nerves? At the minute, I'm half blocking it out and getting uh, a few seconds here and there where I'm looking, really looking forward to the game. Um, my nerves are actually fine at the minute. You can ask me again tomorrow when the when when we're not too far from kickoff. So before we get into all the football and all that, how was the stag do in Dublin? Oh, such a good laugh! Really enjoyed myself. Um, I've been in Dublin for about a week now. My wife's brother, uh, he's getting married um, in the summer, so I spent last weekend on the stag do, and we just stayed there uh, for an extra week. So. Really had a good time on the stag yeah. It was the night of the Champions League, um, Liverpool against Real Madrid. So we got to see that and a, few, and a rugby game and a, uh, an Irish football game as well. And we weren't actually in Dublin for the, for the stag itself. We were in a little town called Malahide. We had a really good welcome in this pub. I can't remember what it's called. And just enjoyed ourselves. Oh, that's good, mate. I suppose <laughs> you were trying to get away from all the, the Jubilee celebrations, right? From what? Sorry. From all the jubilee celebrations. Yeah, I must have must have missed that. Must have <laughs> <laughs> no, that was to go to Ireland, so we didn't have to uh, listen and hear about the jubilee. But it's it's in full swing now. I'm so thankful that, that I've got the football to take my mind off things and uh, yeah, much more important things to worry about now. <laughs> right. So after months of waiting. We finally mm-hmm. know who we're playing in the final. Uh, and yeah. it's Ukraine, who beat Scotland 3-1. Did you watch the game, Das? Yes, I watched it. It was after the Wales against Poland game, so I, I stayed in the pub and we watched it. And I I have to admit, I, I'd rather have played Scotland, having seen that game. Um, I thought Ukraine was so much better than them. Scotland didn't turn up, did they? Not really. I think they were very, very poor. Um, not as poor as... Maybe some people made them out to be, but I, I, I'd have, with all due respect to Scotland, I'd have rather be playing them on 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 Sunday because Ukraine came out and they showed how how good they can play and they showed like the the good players turned up as well. Um, so I think we're in for a for a for a for a difficult game on Sunday. <laughs> Did you watch I, it? I, I didn't watch it live because uh, it was. It was the same day we played Poland, right? The Nations League. Yeah. And that was an early start for me. That was like four o'clock in the morning. Um, so I watched that and I, I managed to get a few hours kip before going to work. So I, I fully missed the, the Scotland game, but I saw the, the score updates um, as I was at work. And yeah, I was a bit surprised seeing Ukraine up 2-0. I think Scotland set up themselves wrong and I'm hoping Wales doesn't do the same mistake. They played with a back five and a very defensive midfield as well. So there was a huge gap between 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 the attackers and the more defensive players. If you saw Ukraine's team, they've got such a lot of goals in midfield, especially they they were all over midfield, and they, Ukraine were were passing through them quite easily. I think before the second goal, I think there was a passage of play where they put like twenty four passes together, leading up to the second goal. But Scotland got overran and yeah too many gaps so I'm hoping that we don't do the same and 
and play with too many defenders at the same time. We're going to have to go and and try to create things of our own as well. Yeah, fair dues to the Ukrainian players. A lot of those players haven't even played competitive football in months. Oh, so. I think um, most of them do play either for, for Shakhtar or, or for Dima Kiev. So they've been for three months now without uh, competitive football. At least I know they've played about three friendlies against teams from Italy and, and Germany. But it didn't look like that yesterday. They, and they, they kept well until almost at the end as well, like as in fitness-wise. So I don't think that will be an issue. Um, from what I saw on, on Wednesday, I think fitness will be fine. Um, it's just, I think it'll be up to Wales to try and match them in a way that Scotland didn't, not to be too negative or too defensively. Um, who knows why that happened? Um, I'm not an expert on Scottish football. Uh, I'm hoping that it wasn't just the occasion of playing um, Ukraine uh, It'll be a tough game, much tougher than had we been playing Scotland anyway. Like you've been saying that for a while, mate, and you've been really consistent with that. You, you didn't want to play Ukraine, you wanted to play Scotland. But for me, I'd rather mm. play Ukraine because we've got a bad history against Scotland in playoffs. We do, but in the past week, well, not, uh, we knew, knew about Turing, didn't we, from Arsenal, but like, they've lost a couple of players again, haven't they, Scotland? So I think they would have an important ones as well. So <laughs> I think... I think just matching player for player, position for, to position, I'd have rather had them because I was doing a little bit of homework before coming on. The six players um, who began uh, the game for Ukraine in midfield or up front, they had 80 goals between them going into that game. Um, another couple in that game, and, and I think the substitute got one as well. So if that team begins a game, we're, we're going to be playing against... 80 goals in midfield and up front. I think Yamolenko has scored like 45 of them, but that, that's that's still a good ratio when you compare to Wales. Like Bale scored 38 out of how many, how many ever we've got. So um, there's goals from so many places in that team. So we're going to have to be careful. Like we were playing against Poland now, Wales playing Poland, and a lot of the focus was was given on trying to stop Lewandowski from from scoring. Um, but we're going to have to be careful from so many angles and positions on uh, on Sunday, which maybe doesn't bode well for Wales because we, we've got mistakes in us, haven't we? Mm. We have to really be careful. Yeah, let's talk about the Nations League game. So Wales played Poland out in... Where was it, mate? Uh, the Vroshov, it's spelled Wroclaw. It's a lovely city. I've been there a few years ago. I, I'm not sure why they played there. It might have been because it was... It's close. It's it's on the Czech Republic border, so it's quite far away from Ukraine. Maybe that had, but it was. A, it's a new stadium as well, so it might be just moving yeah. games around. So yeah, I knew a lot of people that went there. They seem to have a, a really good time there. <laughs> yeah, it looked like uh, it, didn't they? <laughs> the game, I thought Wales played very very well. If we can call it a second string side, oh, it definitely was a second string side. Yeah, um, they performed very well. I think. Uh, this Norrington Davis sometimes gets a bad press. I thought he played so well. I thought he was like, good. Yeah, he, he was stepping up into tackles rather than doing last ditching, um, as they tend to be able to do. He was tackling on halfway line. I thought Mechlin mm. was, was very positive as well in the way he defended. He was taking a step forward rather than going back. It was just a couple of mistakes that had been coming led to two goals. The one thing I will say, and then I, the second goal, 
if anybody saw the Champions League on Saturday night, you will have seen that Benzema's goal was ruled out because of a deflection. As in, the ball was played forward and then deflected off for a Liverpool player. And then uh, that meant that uh, because it was accidental, it led to the goal being offside. That happened against Wales on, on, on Wednesday and it wasn't given as offside. So we should have been able to go away with a draw, I think. Because that was, after Saturday, it was I think it was pretty clear that it should have been offside. Have yeah, you seen it? I have seen it. I have seen it. You know what? We'll get onto that point later. But yeah, it's going to feature at some point in Sunday. We just know it. <laughs> Not as important as Saturday night, I know. But for, if if they're going to spend so many minutes on Saturday, well, I think they should have checked it on, on Wednesday. <laughs> there we go. I think Wednesday was a good game to have because it, it, it gave Robert Page, the, the manager, a chance to try out a few people let a few of them like Kiefer Moore because he hasn't played for a while for Wales to give him a run a run out as well um, maybe try a few options that he was thinking of or, I think all in all uh, it was a good performance let down by individual errors at, at key points so yeah move on let's pretend you're Robert Page and yes, after okay. seeing that performance on Wednesday because both keepers yeah. featured in that game mm. who are you going to go for you start 11 who yeah. starts in goal after what happened in the second half, because Wayne Hennessy came on hundred caps and like two goals went in. So even if the, if they wasn't directly his fault, I think you've got to go with, with Ward, who's kept the clean sheet there. I'll go back to what I said earlier on about midfield. I think it's going to be so important to not to be pushed back, or at least uh, it's going to be it's going to be vital that we that we'll be able to deal with the midfield before it gets to defence. I'm hoping he won't be play five at the back, um, or at the very least, use Ethan Ampadu as maybe a, a very defensive midfielder in front of them. So I've gone for Connor Roberts, ex-Swansea player, now Burnley, right back, and Nico Williams on on the left, plays for Liverpool. And I think those two pick themselves, really. Joe Rodon, and I've gone for Mepham in the back, especially after his performance against Poland. thought he was very positive. Um, I think he should be playing Ampadu, Ampadu Morel and Joe Allen in the middle uh, after the game against Austria as well Austria were, were passing a lot through the middle of, of midfield not having to go through the wings and having seen them against Scotland as well the, the wingers played quite narrow so I think you're going to need Joe Morel there because he's, he's quite good at cutting things out um, and you can't not play Joe Allen everybody knows what he does so I think Ampadu as well. I think he'll run and he'll 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 do his bit there. And I think that's a like a good core to have there to begin the game. And then uh, more up front, you've got Bale, Ramsey, and uh, Dan James. I've gone for. Unfortunately, that means Harry Wilson isn't there. And I really like Harry Wilson in the team. I think he's he brings a lot to to Wales. And when he plays well, Wales do well. But for this game, for the starting. 11, I think we need to make sure that midfield doesn't get overrun and maybe bullied a bit. Um, so those are the 11 I've gone for. You talk about Harry Wilson, I'm thinking about Brennan Johnson. Surely yes. Brennan Johnson makes the starting lineup. Yeah, especially after his season, especially after the end to the season, he had um, played so well for Forest because they've been promoted now as well. He really was one of the standout players, not just in their team, but in the championship. But it's going to be a brave call to drop somebody who's been in that team for, for a couple of years. 
if anybody different is going to is going to make an appearance, it's probably going to be Brennan Johnson, isn't it? Right, you know me. There's no sentiment in football. We've got to start the best team possible. Even um, what's his face, Wes Burns. I, I was impressed with him. Oh well, Wes Burns, a bit switch because he was he's, he was in the squad back in 2016. Um, he's had such a good game, didn't he? And he came yeah. off. Well, so what does that say? Because um, he took off the players that are in with a shout, didn't he? he took off Dan James. He took off uh, Kiefer Moore. Wes Burns came off. So yeah, I can't see him starting. He'll be ill. No. I think the squad after that, like the match day squad after. You know, After, I have uh, Wes Burns over Sorbo Thomas and Chris Gunter any day. If I see Chris Gunter even lining up to come on the field <laughs> on Sunday, then something's wrong. He should never get a cap again for Wales. He's done. Yeah. Is that after Wednesday or just in general? I've said it before. I'll say it again. <laughs> Chris Gunter's done. You can't pick players and not playing for club. I'm sorry. He is getting on now, but because we're not in that position of having a huge pool of players, I think some of them are there because of what they bring as well, like personality-wise and maybe organisation and and so on. But looking forward, yeah, he, he's not going to be there much longer, is he? So you've made a big call here. You've, you've not selected Keeper Moore. I'm afraid he's going to get booked very, very, uh, very, very early. The ref from, from Poland as well. So I think... It's the a Polish ref? Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I'm quite sure of that. Oh, my. I haven't checked. <laughs> the conspiracy's I, already started, mate. <laughs> so, yeah. Their neighbours, who am I to say if that has any bearing on things, the one thing that's definitely true is if we had an English ref, it would suit Wales a bit better, wouldn't it? Just because of the way we play. The and style as well. The style, yeah. So I think having having Kiefer Moore from the beginning will probably end up in him getting booked in the first quarter of an hour. And then you're losing quite a lot of his game then because he's, he's basically... Genuinely, he's playing with two hands by his side. After seeing the highlights of the Ukrainian game, I think we have to start with Keeper Moore up top. Just the fact that their keeper looks suspect. Like he was flapping at crosses from Scotland and they didn't have anyone up top that was big, you know? Like how many international teams have got a six foot five player up front? Mm. You know, like I just think Kiefer does offer a lot. And on Wednesday, the lot of fouls that he gave away wasn't in the year. It was all by his feet, you know, which was a difference. So maybe he yeah. has cut that out of his game. He's, we need someone that's wrap up top. We just, I just think that Ukraine will park the bus. They will. They come mm. to Cardiff. They're going to park the bus and try mm. and get us on the counter. And I feel that if you've got Bale and James up top, then uh, we can't break teams with them too. Particularly if you're, if you're going to park the bus against us. We're going to have to start with keeping more chuck the balls in there, and hopefully he gets ahead on, onto the ball. Bale does a lot of the work as in target man, though, these days. When you see Wales play with him there, he does a lot of the jumping and heading and flicking it down. So maybe he can do a little bit of that. I've actually checked the referee. I was wrong. It was Poland in the last game against Austria. It's going to be a guy from Spain this time. Ah, oh, that's good. That's what we want. <laughs> I'm still sticking with maybe coming on from the bench for Kiefer Moore. Let's talk about the how Ukraine go into this game. So they've beaten Scotland in what I perceive as their final. Mm. They're coming down to <laughs> Cardiff. And, uh, you know, there's a big Ukrainian following. I was actually surprised the amount of fans they had at Hamden Park. So I'm guessing they'll do the same now for Cardiff. I think they'll be, I'm not sure what you call it, maybe a dossier they've all, they will have already done on Wales because they've, got, they've had so much time to prepare as has Wales been uh, and Scotland. And and it's it's going to be the same for Wales. They'll have been able to do it. So knowing Wales, they can prepare for games now. And knowing Ukraine, the midfield they've got, it could be a cagey game to begin with. Against Scotland, they took a little bit of time to to start playing. Once once they did, they, they didn't look back. 
The one thing I am afraid of is if the attackers like really go for the attack from the beginning, there's a lot of mistakes in Wales. We saw it against Poland right at the very beginning, like an open header just in front of the goal. can't remember. What, I think it begins with a D, the player, and he, he missed. Um, the same was with Austria. Gave the ball away in midfield and they had a free run at, 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 at our goal. That's what I'm really afraid of, is that they'll, they'll have noticed things like that. Oh yeah, Wales, they tend to be a little bit sloppy in the first five minutes and really go for it. If we do concede early, it's going to be difficult then. That is my main worry about having so having had so much time to prepare for two teams. I think, well, the chances are somebody will have noticed, oh, hang on, lads, Wales tend to begin a little bit slower, especially at the back. Let's attack them in that five minutes, see what happens. A good team can always say, OK, that hasn't worked. Let's, let's go back a bit. And um, So if they'll have done their homework, I'm doing it for them now. <laughs> Things like Also, they might have like had time to realise that, OK, Dan James is a quick guy. He'll get to the byline in front of us, but the end product isn't amazing. So that means maybe shift focus on, on Bale or, or Moore, whoever plays. So... Yeah, I guess there's going to be there'll, there'll be a team that turns up having had a lot of homework done. Obviously, as Welsh fans, we know everything about our team, but I feel that mm. the the media they always think that Bale and Ramsey's are key players, which they are, yep. but they think that's yep. all we've got, right? Now, yep. after the Ukrainian game, right? I was watching on YouTube, ESPN uh, FC in the US, mm. right? The so-called experts, right? They were talking about mm. Wales and calling us a mediocre team with Bale and Ramsey. I'm like. Mm. How is that even a thing? We've been in the top 20 in the world rankings for the last five mm. or six years. Yeah. Mm. We've qualified for two major championships in that time. Mm. You know, we, we're just more than Bale and Ramsey. Yes, they're great players, but come on now. There's, we've got players around them that up-and-coming players that, you know, a lot mm. of them will feature in the Premier League next season. So, come on, we're not a mediocre team. That's interesting because I was in the pub on, on Wednesday watching the games and I got talk, uh, talking to a couple of guys from Northern Ireland and... When I told them, oh, I'd, I'd rather play Scotland, this was before the game, they really weren't having it when I, I was trying to explain, well, I think we're a better team man for man. And it, their question was, well, who have you got? So, um, <laughs> and on top of that, they, uh, they listed as well, like Kieran Tierney, who was, who was injured. Let's talk about your travel arrangements then. How, how are you going down there? What's your plans for the weekend? You're going to make a weekend out of it or are you just going there for the day? Yeah, so the plan for tomorrow is um, I'm going to drive to Bala. Have you heard of Bala? Of course I've heard of Bala. Um, Been there many you, times with the Oh Yeah, of course. Um, you put a <laughs> pin in the hills, go up north a little bit. That's where Bala is. So I'm going to go. I'm going to drive to Bala because I've got a voucher I need to spend in a the shop there. So I'm going to do that. Um, and then I'm going to try and get to Cardiff by about three or four. Meet up with my brother, maybe have a little, uh, a few ales. And then... Yeah, just have a chill tomorrow. I'm going to try and go to Cardiff Bay, which is a nice part of the city. Um, that's where usually a lot of the away fans go and just, yeah, try and mingle. Or Hopefully it's going to be nice and sunny. I think tomorrow's going to be. And then game. Hopefully we'll win and then drive back all the way four hours back to Shandrik. So that's the plan. It's going to be a chilled weekend, I think, after being in Dublin for a week. That's the plan anyway. Nice one. Well, for me, mate, I'm catching a flight. I'm heading down to the capital. Not oh, Cardiff, unfortunately. I'm heading down to Wellington. The Welsh bar down there, the Dragon Bar. They'll be showing the game live at 4am, I think it is, kickoff on Monday morning. Mm. 
Uh, it's a uh, Queen's birthday weekend here in New Zealand, so I get Monday off work, which is brilliant. Regardless if we win or lose, I'll be on the booze on Monday. That's nice. <laughs> it's, I'll be yeah, back. It's cool. It's going to be a cracking atmosphere down there, and I think it's going to be a lock-in. It's an official lock-in. Don't want to say it too oh. loud because otherwise they'll get closed down. But yeah, uh, it'll be a lock-in from probably ten o'clock in the evening to kick off in the, the following mornings. Uh, How many people do you think they'll they'll be there? I don't know, mate. It's a it's a tough one because. There's a, there is a Welsh community down here, but they're mostly rugby. Now, yeah. the ones that do follow football, they're all Cardiff fans, so I have to keep that quiet. I'm a jack, but <laughs> I won't be mentioning the double down here. But um, yeah, it's it should be good. Man. You're going to enjoy it, hopefully, anyway. I'm not even thinking about losing right now because I know we're going to win. I, I know that we are going to win. Regardless you're of more... the place, Scotland, Ukraine, I don't care. We would have been anyone. You're more confident than me. I'm more confident than pessimistic this time. Oh, I couldn't bear the drive home if we lose. You know, it's the biggest game, I think, in our history. Now, people will say oh, Portugal in the Euros, Brazil 1958. Come on now, no one remembers that one. This is the biggest game in our history. For us now, the positive thing about going into this game tomorrow, I think it's the first time that we're, we've gone to a like win or nothing game with a squad that's used to doing well. Um, when we've reached like must-win games in... Um, 94, 76, or whatever it was. Um, it's been with a squad of players who, who weren't used to doing well. And this is a squad that they, they put all that behind them. When they've had to win, they've been able to do it a few times now. So I think from that side of things, it looks pretty positive. They, they, they've got to go into this game like remembering that like Ukraine didn't win that many games. I think they only won like twice, was it? And yeah, we we drew our fair share as well. But there were there were oh, tough games against like against against Belgium and Slovakia. Away. We we won the very important ones. So oh, I'm get I'm getting to that stage now where where I'm just thinking rather than talking. Right, <laughs> 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 Dabs. I'm actually going to run out of time here. I've recently changed jobs, so I've lost my other account. <laughs> <laughs> got three oh, minutes left. So what I do is, oh. yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm on the cheap Zoom free account now. So what we do is, I'll, um, I'll send you another invite now in a minute. Okay. Okay. See you soon, mate. Right, and we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, mate. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what would a win mean for you on Sunday? It would mean a lot. It would. It would mean that Wales have have succeeded at what they really want to be doing. Um, not the end of the road, but it would mean something that they've worked on for years and years and generations and generations. And it would come down to the one game on Sunday where that would come to fruition if we win. We've got the neighbours next door, England, a huge country with a lot of players. For them, I don't like comparing to England, but I'm using them as an example of other European teams. Success for them is maybe winning the thing or 
get into a, a final or semi-final or whatever it is. This is for Wales the pinnacle, if you want. Anything else is 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 a good bonus. Just getting there would be our, in a way, our our final. So it's difficult to explain in in that sense because on one hand that doesn't make any sense. Just being part of a tournament is succeeding, but it is. Um, for a country as, as, as small as Wales, which doesn't have a professional football league at all. There are grown-ups, I'm a grown-up, but people a lot older than me who've never been able to, to, to witness this. My dad was born in 1955, so he'd have been two when Wales played at the last World Cup. So in, in order for, for somebody to really remember what happened when Wales qualified for a World Cup, you're looking at people in their mid-70s, even their 80s, to remember it well. And even then, like the media, the newspapers, TV w- wouldn't have had it covered, really. It would be something you read a couple of days after it happened. So for most fans, this will be the first time that they that they get to experience being part of a World Cup. Having Wales being represented on such a world stage um, would be would be really incredible um and i'm not using that word lightly it would be incredible mm. um it would mean like the world uh, for, for that three-week period yeah i fully agree with that mate I'm, I'm feeling quite emotional here and that actually um yeah thinking about sunday i think about all the people that have followed Welsh football over the years and not mm. been able to see us qualify for world cup yes. whatever mm. the result is on sunday i know how proud we all are to be welsh mm. and i just know in my heart that this is the time i'm sorry it's ukraine I'm, I am sorry. You know, they're playing for something different on Sunday. But for us, this has been a long going mm. thing. And yeah, I don't want to mix football or politics at all. But this is our time. We've waited long enough for this. 64 years of hurt. You know, you think of all the great players we've had wearing that red shirt. Never come close to qualifying. This is our chance. You know, if Bale and Ramsey don't qualify for World Cup, it'll be a disservice, really, to the Welsh mm. game. Because if any two people deserve it, it's them two there. And I just think it's our time, mate. It really is. Everything is falling to line. We've got the best home record we've ever had in our history. This is the best team. I've never seen a Welsh team that have had everyone available for one game. Never happened before. I just have the feeling that we will win on Sunday. It doesn't matter who we're playing against. You know, it had to be Ukraine, unfortunately. And I know that as a neutral, everyone will be backing them on the weekend. But I just know that we'll get across the line. And I just hope that the boys just... Yeah, just fulfill what we need to do because you know this has been a long project. This is not a one campaign no. thing. This has been no. a twelve-year project. Like mm. you said, this is the end of that project. And I think this is the end of that mm. chapter that hopefully ends a guitar because I feel that we've had so many great memories in the last ten to twelve years, and for us to not qualify, it would be gutting. Mm. Um, I'm not sure what the future holds for Welsh football if we don't qualify this time. Qualifying would also you were talking about the memories we've had over the past five, six years as well. For me, it would enhance those memories as well because something better was was on its way. So I'm 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 really hoping, really, really hoping that (laughs) come on mate. Ukraine got Eurovision. Give us the World Cup. Let's just hope for a fair game. I hope it doesn't come down to a referee decision or a VAR thing, right? I just hope it's clear-cut, you know, the best team wins on the day, hopefully it's Wales. But, um, yeah, I just don't want anything to ruin it, you know? Yeah, I agree. I, I really hope you're going to get a strong referee who's who's going to be able to block 
everything out. It's going to be very difficult for everybody to, to block out what's going on in Ukraine. It's a horrible, horrible, dreadful situation. And um, yeah, it's it's the situation in 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 Sunday. It's going to be it's going to be difficult enough as, as it is. And just hoping that we get a we get a fair shout at it. I know that sounds crass. I honestly do, and I, I'm hearing it myself. But yeah, it's gonna it's a it's a it's a football game. It's one it's a one off football game. It has to be. I, I think it will be. It has to be just fair. Yeah. Yeah. The thing I saw from the Scottish game was. Before the game, you know, they had all this pageantry and all this stuff, right? And I felt like the Scottish Football Association sort of pandered towards the Ukrainian situation. I think it was too much respect shown to them. I think the Ukrainian players fed off that atmosphere. Whereas I feel for us, I just hope our association just, you know, obviously show some respect to them, but it's not their final, it's our final. I'm not sure if we've got plans to pull out down the UN on the stage in the middle of the, of the, of the ground, but mm-hmm. we need to make sure this is our final and that our players know that they're playing for us. It's not the Ukrainian final. And don't get overawed by the mm-hmm. occasion. The getting overawed, um, that, that will be difficult, uh, be, being able to try to put things out of your mind. But they're gonna, they're, from a Wales point of view, they're going to have to do it because it'll be totally the opposite for, from Ukraine. They'll have that in their mind. and. They're doing their bit for for their for, for for Ukraine for their people as well. That's how it is going to be with them. It's impossible to separate it from the from from the situation from the war, um, or from the invasion. I should be saying not the war um, in Ukraine. So we have to treat it. We have to treat it as a sporting competition. And yeah, how do you see it going, mate? What's going to be the final score? I thought I really thought a lot about this, and I think Wales will sneak it. And I'm, uh, I think I think we'll train will score as well. Um, Zinchenko, Yamolenko. Uh, I'm going to say two one to Wales. Oh, two one, too close. Two one. Mm, we're not going to score a lot, are we? Let's face it. So two one. I'm thinking with my heart of my head here. I think we'll beat them four one. We'll hammer them. Do you think? Well, this is what I hope anyway. I just think if we look at the chances we had against Austria. Oh, yes. <laughs> I just feel that if Dan James does start, then he has to show his worth. And a lot mm. of these players, I know I should be saying this, but they are looking ahead to the future. Now, let's just say we do qualify, right? Mm-hmm. You want to put your best foot forward now and think, you know what, when it comes down to selection in Qatar, if we do qualify, moments like these might determine whether you start or not come the World mm. Cup. So Dan James has got a point to prove. Bale... We know what Bale can do. So I just think it'd be a 4-1 win. They will obviously score Ukraine because our defence is shit. And I think we're going to have to score more than two goals to win the game. So 4-1 for me. Right there. I think we will have to score more than twice. Um, My big hope is that we don't end up in the final 10 minutes needing a couple of goals like Scotland did. Um, (laughs) Because the final 20 minutes showed you could score goals against them. But by that point, it was too late for Scotland. They were they were out of it. So I'm hoping that we just don't concede silly goals that <laughs> that we shouldn't be conceding. Yeah. Before we finish off, Gareth Bale, mm. MBE, thoughts on that? Look, yeah, you were talking about mixing politics and um. And, uh, <laughs> on, I I probably should be giving my um <laughs> my point of view on it. There's a song that we sing for Gareth Bale. Viva Gareth Bale. Viva Gareth Bale said he had a bad back F the Union Jack Viva Gareth Bale and I think maybe MBE is taking a little bit of edge off that song I was talking to my brother 
he was talking sense. He said, Welsh means a different thing to like different people. And some people can be feel like very Welsh and very British at the same time. I guess that goes for, for Gareth Bale, um, if he's happy to accept an MB. I guess his family and his friends, the people he loves, are, are happy and proud um, that he's accepted it. But it doesn't sit right with me. And it doesn't doesn't sit with me, not just because we're Welsh, but because it's it's a monarchy. I'm a Republican, as you know, <laughs> uh, American sense in the in the British Welsh sense. So <laughs> wish he hadn't done it, but there we thing go. Is, though, he he can accept it, but not turn up for it. So that's the funniest thing. If he <laughs> don't turn up for it, then you know I think he wins some favour for the. You know what? It's just had to happen this weekend of all weekends to be announced that he's an MBE. Bit of a conspiracy, you think, trying to put us off. But look, I don't think Welsh fans will give a shit, really. He'll score a hat-trick on the weekend. No, but they, they won't. They really won't. No. Yeah, won't care at all. Um, it's just it's <laughs> me being overly political, probably. But uh, <laughs> one thing I guarantee you, if they do qualify, I think a few more of them will be getting them. So, yeah. Final words, Stabs? Yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm really... Honestly, just looking forward to to the game, and it's going to be a sombre uh, occasion, especially at the beginning. I think Cardiff will show a lot of love towards Ukraine and the supporters and and uh, the families or whoever come over to support the team. But come five o'clock, I'm I'm quietly, reasonably confident that we'll be that we'll be okay and Wales will be able to win. I'm just hoping I'm staying up, mate. I'm hoping that. <laughs> Oh, I won't be drunk enough to not even watch the game, honestly. It's going to be a, a long day, trust me. <laughs> I'll be driving up, so I think whatever happens, I'm going to remember the game. <laughs> I won't, mate. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I just know Wales are going to be the baddies for the, for the next 24 hours. And you know what? I'm happy to take that tag because I don't care. I just want to qualify for the World Cup. I've had enough of watching this. You know, I want to actually collect stickers of World Cup booklets. You know, of Wales players, isn't it? This is our time, mate. Come on, 64 years. I'm not waiting 68. USA, Canada, Mexico would be a good trip. That's <laughs> 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 it. <laughs> a little fight there. Oh, well, hey, thanks, Dabs. Let's hope I'll have you on next week um, yes. for uh, a celebration where we do qualify. Yeah. All right. Before I go, can yeah. I just say good luck to New Zealand as well? I know they're playing against Costa Rica. Um, on the 14th, I hopefully we'll have a chat before then. Um, huge game for them as well. So I'm wishing them all the best there. You've got more hope than the rest of us, mate, because they got no <laughs> bloody chance being Costa Rica. Are you having a laugh? <laughs> oh. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast. Surely it's our time. Come on, Cymru. Talk to Queen. <laughs>